Good morning and welcome to Watson's Daily Podcast. My name is Julia Petrovska. I'm an ambassador for Watson's Daily and with me is the Peter Watson. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you very much for that. Um, not, nice to hear from you today, Julia. Um, so uh, how, how are you feeling today after, after yesterday's drama? Oh, it's been uh, it's been a journey, but I'm feeling very you know very positive vibes today. Good, so. good, good. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, I had more plumbing issues today, but they they they've now gone. Um, so my house is no longer leaking. Um, but anyway, um, let's get let's get into this. Um, what um what do you what do you think was the most uh you know interest what what story introduced interested you the most today? So today I wanted to talk about uh, HSBC and mm-hmm. those 82 branches yep. aim it fierce on access to cash. Yes. Now we could see that coming that everything's gonna move to digital banking for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there's like few implications of um, those branches being closed. Mm-hmm. And the first one just that just comes up to my mind is basically the job losses. Because yeah. all these branches, there's a bunch of people working there. And yeah. for now, HSBC said they're not going to fire anyone. Yeah. And they're just going to relocate them to other jobs or other branches. Mm-hmm. But we know how it usually works. At mm. some point, they're going to relocate people yeah. to like call centers or yeah. stuff like this. Yeah. But sooner or later, it's still a business. And they're going to make um, their banking more profitable for them. Yeah. So they are closing everything right now because, you know, probably of rents. And mm. they said that actually only 10% of their customers are using um, their local banks to go get their um, banking done or yeah, yeah. get the cash from. Yeah. So speaking from the business point of view, it's a very reasonable decision. But at mm. the same time, they it's just yet another sector that's mm. going to see um, job losses uh, mm. in this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And obviously, coronavirus has sped up this whole movement to move mm. to online banking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's just going to have um, quite implications. And mm. the other thing is, if we move everything online, mm. then we have to think about cybersecurity, mm. obviously, because... Um, probably many of our listeners have received some um, texts uh, during this pandemic more often than usually about, I don't know, people trying to get into your bank account in a bank that you don't even have an account in. Mm. <laughs> so that's probably um, what's going to happen if more and more banks are going to start thinking about um going online. Mm. And obviously the other reason, um, the other implication here is younger people as i probably myself i don't see a problem with going digital because mm. at this time i do everything online mm. but just think about all these um elderly people and people who are living in more like rural areas of uk yeah um, they're gonna struggle a lot with yeah. uh, digital banking and if um they're not gonna have any their of their relatives or close ones helping them uh with this movement they're gonna be um very disadvantaged and yeah. at some point they're gonna become dependent from other people trying to uh help manage their uh cash in the, yeah. um, um in banks so yeah. i don't know like we could see that coming but uh the thing is, if there's not going to be a, a big focus on cybersecurity, mm. 
it's it's gonna be a problem sooner yeah. or later yeah i mean i think you brought brought in some very good points there um i mean first the first thing is i mean we, we know um o- over the last few years um there's been a gradual decline in the number of um high street banking branches um which has meant that th- that um there have been there have been some huge job losses as well um so this isn't yeah, this isn't exactly new stuff, um, but uh, you know, it's 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 the latest. Uh, you know, it's 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 the latest update. It, the, the the trend is continuing, um, and I think that as you again, you rightly pointed out um, that the coronavirus has really um, accelerated this process. I think, um, but also it has accelerated the number of um, of frauds uh, and things as well because as more is going online. Um, you know, some fraudsters are taking advantage of this. I mean, I, either by doing like phishing, as, as you were suggesting, uh, but also um, getting hold of, um, you know, try, phoning up um, older people and things and trying to trick them into giving them details online and things because they, they're not quite so uh, experienced with, with, with this kind of thing. So um, it's, it's a very serious problem. I think that Cybersecurity is going to get more important, not less. Uh, and I think that um, the that because if there are more frauds, um, and I think that that banks are going to have to put more money into anti-fraud measures. Um, so it will be, it, you know, so a lot of these companies that maybe get involved in um, in cybersecurity should see an uptick from uh, in businesses from banks um, because. Um, you know the banks will not want to lose any more money that you know than than, than they have to um so so yeah so i mean I, it's a very good um <clears throat> yeah it's a very in, you know interesting observations you made there yeah um and peter what was your favorite story from today's newsletter okay well um we go from banks to cars and specifically batteries now, um, I've actually put in in today's um, Watson's Daily um, about some, you know, some stories about a couple of um, battery related companies. So one of them is called QuantumScape. Um, and this is one of those um, SPAC backed um, IPOs. Um, yeah, this company did one of those those IPOs um, and its its valuation um, went to almost 50 billion dollars. That's that's a huge amount of money. But then um, it's actually fallen. So it, it floated in November. It went up, at, I think, a peak of, you know, December the 22nd, mm-hmm. since which has come down 60 percent. So, you know, um, basically what what it's done is it's come up with um, it it is developing something called solid state batteries. um, And it's come up with this this um, material that can um, that can charge quickly and keep its charge. Um, So specifically, it is the size of a playing card. So uh, this particular material, size of a playing card, width of a human hair, and it enables batteries to charge the 18, uh, sorry, 80 percent in only 15 minutes. Now, I mean, that is that is amazing. Um, And obviously, that's why everyone's getting excited, Um, because um, I because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, with regards to electric vehicles, there are a number of things that are, that are holding people back from actually buying them. Um, one is the is the price. 
So at the moment, um, I, I I reckon, uh, I mean, this is just roughly, um, reckon that the cheapest EV that you can get is probably going to be about 27-ish thousand um, as, a, as a start price. Um, so it's quite they're quite expensive to start off with. I think it was in yesterday's uh, or, or the day before's um, Watson Stadium, I was talking about, you know, there was a survey done. Uh, about this and, and people will say well if if you could have a a car for under twenty thousand that was ev they would they would think about doing it but at the moment it's too expensive so anyway one one, one thing is the price um next thing is is the range um so obviously people have range anxiety uh and the range anxiety is also related to the third thing which is the charging network so at the moment we've not really got much for charging network not really um and so that is also holding people back because they don't want to get stranded um i notice also that you know just looking on youtube and things like that um that there are a lot of youtubers out there who who you know taken electric vehicles on on road trips and stuff and they've said you know sometimes road trips just take incredibly long periods of time because you've got to allow for getting to the charger anyway and then charging and then you know it, it just adds to the journey mm-hmm. so you know there's 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 that there's that kind of stuff as well and then i also think there's another point that, that stops people and that's the second hand the, the resale value because you know much like um, much like phone batteries um, car batteries degrade over time now, when you consider that um, the vast majority of the cost of a new of a new electric vehicle is actually the battery, you know, you you can you can imagine that the the depreciation of an electric vehicle is likely to be pretty big, you know, unless unless there's something maybe in the future where manufacturers say that they'll swap over the battery or something like that. But I can't see that happening over uh, particular any any time soon. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know, so all of those things added together, if you had a battery that was small, that was efficient, that could be charged up and charged down and and uh, and keep the the, the uh, keep keep the charge, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to retain the charge, you get rid of loads of, you know, loads of those things. Right. So presumably um, overall, maybe maybe you'd require fewer batteries, perhaps. Um you would not have to have a massive charging network because if you could uh, if you could get a battery that charges and gives you let's say 800 miles of uh, um, of, of 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 range then it's fine you know you don't need a massive charging network you don't need councils up and down the country tearing their hair out and trying <laughs> to provide things you know in supermarkets and lamp posts and all that kind of thing so you don't need that and then the second hand value should be okay or should at least be akin to what it's like with a with a with a conventional car because if you have that um you know the battery doesn't degrade so people aren't worried so much and so if they if so then consequently then you bring that back to now if they want to go and buy they think oh shall i buy a petrol powered car or electric vehicle you think well you know actually the electrical uh, electric vehicle prices have come down to around you know 20 to 25000 um the resale value is not going to be too bad because the battery is going to be okay um and you know uh, yeah, and and i don't have to worry about the charging network because it only takes 15 minutes to charge and it gives me eight, 800 miles you, I think you know it's, you're going to do it, and then the more people do that, then the that means that then the prices of the cars can also come down because you get 
um, uh, you know, economies of scale and stuff. So, I mean, it's it's a really, really potentially big story. Now, mm-hmm. you know, obviously this is a bit, it's not to say pie in the sky stuff, but I mean, it is there and it does seem that they've got this technology. So the, the uh, obviously the, the proof of this is going to be in the, in the execution. Um, but, you know, there are others around. So you've got um, a Colorado startup called Solid Power, um, you've got other ones. You know, so all of the Neo, Toyota, Samsung, uh, Bollare Group and Gangfeng Lithium also trying to do this this kind of stuff. So this is very interesting. Um, and actually to do with that, there was I put another story in there about a, an Israeli company called StoreDot. Um, mm-hmm. And that also is talking about new batteries that can be fully charged within five minutes. You know, so, OK, that's on a on a more powerful charge, but still. You know, that is that is amazing. So if I reckon that, you know, batch or contrary to what most people I think most people would say that the network, the charging network is the most important thing. I would actually say that I don't think so. I think that the most important thing is the battery, Um, because if you can get a battery that has the capacity and retains the charge, you don't need the network. So the network may be something you need at the beginning to get people to go, okay, well, I'll do it. There is charging. But in the long term, I don't think that you will need a massive charging network. But anyway, that's that's just a personal opinion. Mm-hmm. No, I think electric vehicles are going to have their presence in our everyday life in the near future. But as you said, there's still a few things we need to sort out before everyone's going to jump on this trend to buy a, mm. an electric car. Because even I would say personally, if I would be able to afford a car, I would definitely mm. think about buying electric. But because of all the points that you have just presented, I uh, I'm having some second thoughts, you know. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, because actually, you didn't know that I'm I'm in fact an undercover sales uh, salesman for uh, for Tesla. Oh you didn't my. know that, did you? Yeah, that's like a side job. No, it's not. Oh no. Uh, but I mean, like, you, you know, I mean, I think it's a great. Uh, you know, it's interesting, and I think it will come. I mean, I I personally am thinking, I'm still at the moment. If again, if I just happen to find. I know a hundred grand down the back of the sofa <laughs> or something. You know what would I do? Would I get an a, an electric vehicle now? Uh, I probably wouldn't. I probably think it'd be the next. It'd be the car after the next one. Mm-hmm. I think. But I but I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean that's. But it all depends. I mean these these things can change quite quickly. But like I say, if they can sort the battery out. I mean, that's that's the key. I think the battery is key, 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 key <laughs> to absolutely everything. I, you know, if they could have like, you know, in my fantasy world, right, <laughs> Peter Watson's <laughs> fantasy world, you'd have all these electric vehicles, but they'd all run off the same batteries. It'd be like going and get your AAA batteries for your TV remote, right? So instead of having uh, battery, uh, Tesla battery, and uh, you know, this, that, and the other battery, if you could have standardize these things that would make a huge difference mm-hmm. um but again i don't know it's a bit like um i suppose a lot of these these companies who made different charging cables and things um for for consumer electronics because they make a lot of money that way but i mean i you know in an ideal world i really think wouldn't it be great if we could just if all cars could have the same battery and i suppose as well i mean that would maybe be 
something that could occur if you could reduce the size of the batteries potentially so you know because mm. one one of the interesting things about batteries i always think is neo have got this you know the chinese electric uh, car company they've got this really cool thing where on their motorways they've got uh, you know some a lot of major chinese motorways they've got um a service area and in there you might have a, a neo service Bit, mm-hmm. which which is i think it's about the size of a shipping container you go in you give the neo person your car keys they drive it in they jack up your car uh they take out the um the battery and they replace it with a new one and then you just and come down you're like in and out in five minutes and it's fully charged wow so you know if you could do that with all cars i think that would be amazing but whether, I don't think it will happen because people just too many people stand to make too much money making it really complicated. I think that they wouldn't make enough money if they did, if everyone did the same thing. So, you know, but hey, uh, I, that's that's uh, Peter Watson's fantasy sure. electric car world. <laughs> I mean, we definitely, you know, couple of years away from your fantasy world but you know, <laughs> I don't know you, you never see maybe maybe there's gonna be some change in morals of these big companies no <laughs> nah, no nah, they're not yeah. gonna change no nah. but anyway um but brilliant anyway look it's been really fun today um thank you very thank you very much indeed julia um for today and thank you to listeners for listening um and we will be back with you um, with more exciting stuff, maybe about the new future, uh, the new future fantasy worlds um, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure and see you tomorrow. Brilliant. Bye. Bye bye.